Welcome to our first ever session of terpene therapy. We're going to go ahead and get started today with some weed from, I believe this is Fire Bros out of Washington State. The strain that we're smoking on today is called The Glove, and that is a hybrid between Gary Payton and Cali Sunset. Now this particular batch is phenotype number 20. So let's go ahead and uh, quit wasting time, light this joint up, and see how the terps are tasting. Now... What I'm doing right here for all of our uh, video watchers and audio listeners is I'm popping the top on the joint. And basically what that is, is after you get done rolling the joint, you make a small little crease with your thumbnail around the top edge. It's the easiest way I can think to explain it. And then you run the flame very gently around the edge of the paper. And what this does is creates a nice even uh, tip on the joint. Let's see if I can get that to focus here on camera creates a nice even tip on the joint and allows for a lot a lot more smooth and uh, controlled of a light. Now let's go ahead and uh, establish our burn line. That's another thing I like to do when I'm smoking. Any type of thing that's been rolled is establishing a burn line first. I think that that uh, helps prevent running. And my experience is always just made for a more enjoyable joint. So let's go ahead and uh, quit Quit wasting time, take the first hit. Oh man, that's delicious. Mm. So the first two hits off the joint definitely are giving me sort of a sour glue mixed with like a sort of a, let me take another hit real quick. Yes, definitely sour glue mixed with a little bit of tropical fruit on the back end. That's a very, very complex flavor. I have to say, you know, anytime I get some cannabis that's from a recreational store out of any uh, state that I've been to, I always find the quality to be much higher than any black market cannabis I've tried. I think that it's important to test for things such as pesticides, heavy metals that may be left over in the plant, and any other sort of contaminants that you could get from a grow where the person might be cutting a few corners here and there to save some money and, and increase their bottom line. But when you have regulation in the marketplace, I think ultimately leads to a much better product. Man. I'm not even gonna lie, five or six hits off this joint and it's already got my eyes wetting to close. And I think that that is definitely the sign of some truly potent weed. Uh, now, let's see if I can uh, show y'all the little blurb on the, on the front of this jar right quick. Anything, anytime I've ever gotten anything from Fire Bros, they always have a fun little, uh, Fun little paragraph on the front of the jar. Now let's see if I can get that to focus for y'all. And as you can see, this is a indica strain. Now I don't place too much, too much emphasis on indica versus sativa. I think that mainly that has to do with plant structure and the the type of uh, the type of heritage of the plant. But in terms of effect profiles, I don't believe indica or sativa 
necessarily determines what type of effect you're going to get. I, I think it's really a complex combination of THC and other minor cannabinoids such as CBD, CBG, CBN, as well as terpenes and flavonoids, which all, uh, they all play a part. And actually, I think you could probably have a plant with sativa genetics and the terp profile and cannabinoid profile might leave you feeling a little bit more stoned depending on how long the plant had been grown, how mature the trichomes are when the plant was harvested. There's a lot of things that can come into play. Another thing I'm noticing about this strain as I continue to smoke it is uh, the ash on here is a very light gray, almost a white color. Let's see if I can get the camera to sort of show that. Um, I promise as time goes on, the Terpene Therapy Podcast will become a lot more professional. We'll have a nice big setup. What you all are actually seeing right now is sort of the behind the scenes of uh, where all the editing work will uh, take place. This is my little studio. And this sort of is a good segue into a little bit of a, what I wanted to touch on with my second talking point, which is just a little bit of a personal history about myself. So my name is Carrie. I have been consuming cannabis now for close to 11 years. Um, I would say I probably smoked my first joint at, let's see, I would say 14. And we'll get into the story behind that on a later podcast. But I definitely did get stoned my first time. And I know that some people don't say that they get high the first time. And I just personally think they didn't inhale it properly. Um, I know for my first time, and I'll try to keep this short and sweet, we were down at the skate park and just like many other people's first experiences, managed to buy a joint's worth of weed and I had to have it rolled up for me and I smoked it with the guy that rolled it with me, which I think that's fine. Um, you know, I, I definitely did get stoned and I don't feel like I wasted my money and I just remember something feeling like, uh, it's like something sort of clicked into place in my mind and I didn't feel as though my thoughts were racing around as much. And I started to notice that I was more appreciative of all the, uh, all the things going on around me in the world. And being at the skate park, one of those things was all the graffiti. And I've always found a fascination with that because I think it's uh, some of the most uh, raw and unfiltered art that exists in the world. I don't think that there is... too much motivation behind it other than just really wanting to leave a uh, a nice nice little bit of color and shape on, on the world that didn't previously exist. Oh man, you can tell we're definitely getting very stoned here. I might set this joint down for just a second and it's only to collect my thoughts. So I'd say my relationship with cannabis is probably one of managing ADD symptoms as well as um, symptoms of PTSD and depression and anxiety that I've been dealing with more so over the past uh, four to five years as I've grown a little bit older. But I think that anyone on the planet really deals with their struggles. I just happen to find that cannabis is a very effective tool for allowing me to really center my thoughts and focus and figure out what is the most significant and important things for me to tackle for the day. Um, I'm the type of person that 
on a clear head, I might start 500 tasks and 500 is obviously an exaggeration, but in a day I might start 10 tasks, not finish a single one of them and then be left with a mounting pile of essentially stress from not doing anything. Um, I find when I smoke weed, it allows me to sit down and really focus on the task at hand and get the job done. Whatever it is I may be doing at the time, whether it's changing doorknobs like I'm about to go do after I finish recording this or uh, writing a research paper or anything like uh, whenever I used to be in college, I noticed that I made the switch from uh, stimulant-based ADHD medications to cannabis or weed or pot, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same. Made the switch. And I noticed that uh, like my, my grades were just improving. My attentiveness in class. Sorry, I apologize. That's not a word. My attentiveness in class was improving. And my passion for what I was learning was also improving. I found that using it as a tool in that way in replacement of the stimulant therapy that I was getting for my ADD. Uh, that, that sort of improved my life. But, you know, enough about me. Let's go ahead and uh, just sort of talk about what this podcast is and what, what, the, what we're going to sort of hope to see going into the future. So essentially the, the first, uh, first priority of business here is to always examine very fine terpene profiles from around the world. Uh, typically, this will be from around the United States. But, you know, we might go on vacation uh, a couple times to different countries and sample some uh, various strains. Personally, some of my favorite strains that I've ever smoked have been in Jamaica. And it doesn't... The weed is just not growing the same. Um, it comes on these large branches, and you just got to pick the buds off. But it's about as organic as you can get. The, the farmer that I like to go to, through down there doesn't use any pesticides or fertilizers. He uses... He lets ladybugs loose on his property. And uh, they they sort of take care of all the uh, the pests that you could imagine, um, and I think that's that's just sort of a cleaner way of doing it. And a lot of uh, recreational grows here in the states are actually starting to go to that as well. Now, foliar sprays with pesticides are still very common, but I always like to look for uh, companies that can actually truthfully say that they're using. Uh, natural methods of farming. Um, I think it leads to a superior product. And I think that over time, it'll just uh, not have as much of an impact on, on the overall health of the user. That being said, you also have to do your due diligence, make sure you're drinking enough water, eating a healthy diet and exercising. But I think if all those things are sort of in order, cannabis can definitely be a part of a healthy lifestyle. Um, especially for those that uh, it seems to help their brain chemistry balance out a little bit too. And as you can see, we'll definitely still get off track a little bit. But let's go ahead and uh, talk about the second thing that this podcast is going to hopefully move towards in the future, and that's uh, sharing turfs with other people and talking to them about their life experiences, maybe sharing their art or whatever they like to create. Um, I'd like to feature really any and all types of people on this podcast. I think that everyone has a unique individual experience and those experiences are all valuable. 
I think that if you could, uh, if you could capture those and sort of find a way to, to learn from all different types of people and all different types of situations that these people may encounter in their lives, if you can find a way to learn from that, I think you could become more well-rounded of a person yourself. And that's kind of uh, my goal with this podcast is to really meet new people, uh, help create it's a i guess a, a memoir of, of my life over the next few years or really however long this uh podcast continues i know with this kind of thing it's really playing the long game and i just dropped the joint one second. <laughs> oh man i'm getting stoned yeah it's really playing the long game i think that if you really want to create something that's worthwhile and sustainable and really worth it it's going to be a long, slow climb to where you want to be. But that's really, I think the journey is a little bit more valuable even so than the destination. Um, this is this is a great learning experience for me personally as far as learning how to really do public speaking. And I know, of course, speaking into a camera is not necessarily talking to the public, but I like to imagine there's at least 420 of you all out there listening and smoking a joint with me at the same time or taking a dab or hitting a bong, whatever you like to do. And I will say the number one rule for this podcast is no blunts allowed. So if you're smoking a blunt, please put it out and pick up a nice raw black paper or any raw paper of your choice. Personally, this is my favorite brand of rolling paper. Uh, they're, this specific uh, model of rolling paper is actually pressed double thin, and you can really taste your terps with those. Um, I'm probably doing a terrible job of product placement, but you know, we're going to gain some experience as we go on. Um, like I said, this is our first session, so we're going to go ahead and uh, figure out things as we go. And personally, when I roll, I also like to use raw cone tips. Uh, these just help sort of make it like it's a flawless roll. And, you know, this joint's actually out, so I might as well go ahead and uh, roll a joint up for you all real quick, too. And I think in the future, I might go a little bit more into detail in, a, in an episode about rolling technique as well as smoking etiquette. I think those two things play a major part in how well your joints burn or whatever you choose to roll burns. Um, particularly though, I think smoking etiquette is a key factor when, when uh, you're smoking any type of raw paper or uh, thin rolling paper. You know, I've heard, I've heard good things about OCB and, um, oh, there's another one that's out of Spain and it's escaping me right now, but I'll, uh, I'll post the links to all three of those papers in the description of this podcast. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, uh, roll up some more of the glove. Let me see if I can actually go ahead and uh, show you all this real quick. This is a, oh man. Yeah. When you smell the jar. See, when you, when you taste it, the weed, is, the weed flavor is kind of like you smell the turps, but it's also mixed with a little bit of campfire if you're uh, smoking a joint. But when you open that jar up, oh man, you can just really, really smell them. And this is some uh, fantastically grown bud. I mean, yeah, wow. Let me see if I can go ahead and uh, show this to you all real quick in the camera. Hopefully it focuses, but you know, I can't really see the screen too well. So yeah, let's go ahead and uh, start to start breaking a bud down. And I will also say that I have used this grinder now for 10 years. It's a uh, Santa Cruz shredder. Never cleaned it once. Still functions just as good as the day I got it 10 years ago. And recently I've been thinking about going and getting a new one and maybe uh, 
I don't know, figuring out a way to sort of display this grinder. I think it would kind of be cool to one of my buddies and I were talking about it to, to sort of unscrew the grinder and have both halves side by side and encase it in a clear resin. So you could just sort of have it as like a nice mantelpiece or a, a paperweight or something like that. I kind of like that idea. You know, I think it would be cool. It sort of uh, would create a museum piece. But until I can find another silver uh, Santa Cruz shredder at a, at a local store, I'm just going to make do with what I've got right now. And uh, I always, I always, you know, that's a thing I always like to do. Instead of buying online is if I can find it in a local store, I'll go do that. Um, one, it saves me the, the impatience of uh, waiting for the package to arrive. And two, I think it's always good to support local, uh, local businesses. Um, I won't really tell you all which, which particular store I'm going to yet, um, simply because it's very hard for me to get there. Uh, this podcast is actually being filmed about 77 miles above the stratosphere. Um, you know, just to, just to sort of not worry about any sort of, uh, legal hassles about what we're doing. You know, I think right now we're actually floating above Washington state and it's legal there. So we're doing a okay as far as that goes. Now let's go ahead and get this joint continued to be rolled. And as you can see, the raw cone tips just make it so easy to roll. Um, now it does come with practice a little bit too. And I apologize if it sounds a little weird, me licking this joint real quick, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Now, uh, the technique I like to use is just sort of like, you know, rolling it up around the tip and letting the paper fold as it does and then slide, slide your finger up the gum line. Everyone has their own way of rolling though. And I think that's sort of a really beautiful thing. It's, it's almost like an art. It's like you can, you can reach the same end goal so many different ways and make so many different uh, designs and shapes. You wouldn't believe what you could make with a raw paper, to be honest. Um, I, I mean, I've seen like cactuses and dolphins and all kinds of little critters and creatures and you know, it's it's a, it's really becoming almost a, a type of sculpture at this point. And there's a few Instagram posts that I've seen. I'd have to I'd have to go back through. You know, my uh, my memory's escaping me right now as far as the the uh, Instagram handles go. But let's go ahead and twist the end of this joint and light it up. I apologize if you can see any uh, dog hair floating around for any of my uh, video watchers. Um, I've actually got. A husky and two corgis sitting right outside the recording studio right now probably just chilling hopefully they're not destroying anything but you know they're probably about the most adorable dogs on the planet and i could be biased but you know it's just how could how could you not love two little corgis running around and you know the husky is just about as majestic as you could ever ask for a dog to be her eyes stare into your soul and it's just you know i think People say huskies are dumb, and I think that huskies exist on about two or three dimensions above what we exist on as humans. I think their vibration in their brain is just a little bit higher than ours, and they seem to understand and almost see things that we don't see. And I don't know. I don't know if it's to do with with how much light their eyes take in. You know, my husky's got some really piercing, like, if you've ever seen Game of Thrones, what do they call him? A white walker with the really piercing, like grayish blue eyes. It's fucking beautiful. Um, 
I apologize. I'll try not to try not to say fuck it too much on this podcast. Uh, you know, just to just to keep it as family friendly as possible. But you know, we're smoking weed right now, so fuck it. <laughs> oh man. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, take the first puff on this second joint. Mm. Oh man, you know those sour glue terps just hit incredibly. And I gotta say. Fire Bros is definitely doing a great job with their product. If you want to follow them on Instagram at Fire Bros, uh, you got to be 21 or over to follow. Make sure you're always of the legal age whenever you're doing anything that might be illegal in certain places or for certain ages. So, uh, you know, I might as well sort of bring it back uh, to what we were talking about earlier, going back into the going back to the feature of the podcast. Eventually, I want to have a nice little area set up for people to come in and sit and talk about what went on that day, what's going on in their lives, what kind of weed they got, what kind of hash do they have, what sort of new smoking, uh, smoking techniques or devices they might have discovered. Because we want to learn about it all on terpene therapy. I think that this, this is just a... Uh, an ideal place for people to bring any and all new things that they have discovered about themselves, about the cannabis culture, about anything on this planet. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, check the time real quick on this. Looks like we're looking at about 21 minutes, so this would be a good time to go ahead and start wrapping this episode up. Um, we'll go ahead and finish this joint with y'all while we talk about our various social media pages and all of that. So right now I'm in the process of getting Patreon set up and anybody who feels the need to support this podcast going into the future, um, you can sign up for $4 and 20 cents a month and you'll have access to exclusive content, um, different, you know, maybe rolling instructional videos or, uh, terpene Tuesday talks, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find something, We'll find something to do uh, just for any of uh, anyone who really wants to support the podcast. You know, we might actually uh, start a Discord as well um, that you'll have access to through that Patreon. And every everything on uh, social media is, is going to be under uh, Terpene Therapy Podcast or at Terpene Therapy Podcast. Sorry, I'm getting a little uh, a little too stoned for my britches right now. But, you know, we're going to keep it going, keep it moving on Terpene Therapy because that's just what we do here. Always got to keep it moving. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Terpene Therapy Podcast, all lowercase. I'm in the process of setting up a Twitter right now. Um, and any of our social medias, you can find updates about what's going on in the future. Any uh, new guests that might be coming on and we might actually uh, start some polls and stuff on the Instagram stories here soon, too just to sort of let y'all have a more interactive experience. Cause I think I, you know, whenever I listen to any of podcasts that I like, I always like when they have a, uh, you know, ask, ask me questions or do you want a or B or X or Y on, on the next podcast, you know, and you can hit the little button. Uh, so we're going to get the, we're going to get all the social media things figured out. Just make sure to find us at terpene therapy podcast. That's all lowercase. One more time at terpene therapy podcast, all lowercase. 
I'm going to see how many times I can hit this joint without exhaling and uh, see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to Terpene Therapy Podcast. Well, actually, it's just called Terpene Therapy. I'm just real high and uh, messed up the title a little bit. So thank you for listening to Terpene Therapy. My eyes are shutting as I'm saying this right now, and it's uh, getting hard to see. So signing off, and always remember to enjoy your terps. Oh, that was an ugly cloth. I apologize. Y'all have a <coughs> y'all have a wonderful rest of your day. <coughs> My God.